TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. All right, welcome back to the Joe Rose Show here on a football Friday. Championship Sunday is around the corner. Should be a fun, fun football weekend, man. Really looking forward to those games on Sunday. We got Leger Doosable, CBS analyst, yep. coming up in the next break, talking, breaking down this weekend's worth of games. I also want his thoughts on Tua. I did. I, I he worked with me, and I'm athlete. He was one of the the great hosts that we had on the I Am Athlete Serious Daily Radio Show. Um, and he's got some Tua opinions. So good. Former, Everyone does. Former Jets player um, for, for Vlad's team. Yes, sir. Um, great analyst. And he, 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 he has some hot takes on Tua. And so. speaking of Vlad's team, let's just do, you know. The New York Minute. We're going to do the New York Minute. All right, this is in honor of, again, we had a a Twitter, a person on Twitter that complained. More Twitter beef that you instigated. She tagged like every corporate uh, Twitter account we have. He was really upset about Vlad being from New York and like being allowed to be on the show, whatever. And so that inspired Vlad's New York sports update. Go ahead, Vlad. What do you got? I like to play NFL music. It's mostly going to be basketball. Go ahead. (laughs) It's exactly going to be basketball. Unlike... Those Miami Heat last night. The New York Knickerbockers. Live home at the world's most famous arena. Madison Square Garden lay a beatdown on the defending world champions Denver Nuggets. That's because you gouged Jokic's eye That's right. That we're in the garden, right? That's <laughs> A lot of great WWE battles were there. That's True. right. You know, Dante DiVincenzo pulled a Roddy Roddy Piper and finger poked Nikola... Nikola Jovic in the eye, and the Knicks gave Jokic and the Denver Nuggets their worst beating in a long, long time. I mean, it was nasty work, bro. It's nasty work. 11-2 since OG Anuobi has joined the New York Knicks. 11 games above 500, and the next game happens to be against the Miami Heat this Saturday afternoon. You can listen to that game on the South Florida Station, 560 WQAM. What's the New York station? You want to plug the New York uh, station? I don't want to shot them out. You know. Um, so uh, I will say this: I saw the Knicks are like a plus two fifty or something. OG and Obi's like a plus two fifty, dude. Since o- he got there, OG is OG's been the OG. And tonight in the Garden, there'll be hockey while the Panthers take on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Is that? Yes, that's I'm working that game too. Jesus. Um, no rest for the weary. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, I like that you. Uh, 
Yeah, they take you, on the va- like, they take on like the defending the Knicks, champs. No, I like that you feel like the Knicks are relevant because they have OG and Anobi. I know. think the Knicks are well, oh, it's more relevant than Terry Rozier. So, the, in the world's fam- most famous <laughs> uh, arena, uh, the Nick, the New York Rangers take on the defending Stanley Cup champs. Wow, look at that! Look what they did for New York City. New York City gets to beat down the defending champions of the NBA and in hockey. This was your New York Minute. This was sponsored by Vlad Street Journal. You can get it for 25 cents at the bodega. Yeah. Vlad Street Journal. Nicely done, Vlad. I love Vlad's New York updates. Uh, we'll keep those going uh, as long as Joe's out. I don't. I think Joe gets back next week someday. Uh, anyway, uh, Omar, Greg, was it Greg Jennings, right? Former yeah, Dolphin yeah, wide yeah, receiver yeah. Greg Jennings. He's on, uh, on Fox uh, this morning, and he put out a list of quarterbacks. Um, I don't know. I assume he has bad, bad blow with the Dolphins, right? Is there there's something there? Uh, oh, probably. Yeah. Was probably. he a former Dolphin? Yes, he's a he former Dolphin. Like a minute, and it, yeah, it ended poorly. Um, so I assume that was, there's that some built in, There's some built-in dislike with this list. But do you want to mm. go? Uh, you want to go through this list? I, I don't have a I don't have a beef with a lot um, of of the list because on Greg Jennings' list, let's go through his top five quarterbacks. He's got. Patrick Mahomes, number one. Yes. Um, can't dispute that. Joe Burrow is number two. Uh, Joe Burrow is currently the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL. Never mind that Tua has played can't more games. Healthy, Wait, he's higher than Herbert? I yeah. thought Herbert passed him. No, uh, Yeah, no. Her- oh, Bur- he Burrow, passed Burrow. He passed Burrow's Okay, the, you're Burrow's, right. Burrow's the latest guy. Yes. Um, then he has Patrick Mahomes, the MVP of the league, at number three. Um, how you have Lamar behind Burrow, you know, okay, cool. Um, but but wide receivers generally do have beef with scrambling quarterbacks because they're selfish and they would rather you throw the mm-hmm. ball than than actually run it. Um, then he's got C.J. Stroud ahead of uh, as Josh Allen, which you know, um, come on, that's a little premature. Uh, it's been one season. Allen has put up phenomenal numbers for what is it six years now? Um, six years in counting. Yeah, and and you know, so that's that's a little bit disrespectful, but. Hey, never mind. This is his QB rankings. Then we'll get to six through ten, which is Dak and Justin Herbert at seven, and then he's at Jared Goff, and then he's at Stafford, and then he's at Aaron Rodgers. I get it. Aaron Rodgers is old. He's been injured. I I, I could see where he's in the top ten, but he's not higher than. And that's his boy. Yeah, and that is his boy. You didn't. I didn't even factor that in. That is absolutely his boy. So that's probably the the the, the respect and homage. He could not drop him out of the top ten. Then he's got Minnesota's Kirk Cousins, who was having a phenomenal year before he got injured. He's on the free agent market now, so he's going to be shopping around. I have tremendous amount of respect for Kirk Cousins because he's been pimping NFL teams for over a decade, and he will continue to be pimping NFL teams. Then he's got Jalen Hurts, down year, um, playoff, one and done. Um, I, I can respect that at number 12. Jordan Love, who had a phenomenal second half of the season at number 13. Trevor Lawrence at 14, even though Trevor Lawrence hasn't done squat in the NFL except for win a playoff game. And then at 15, he's got Kyler Murray, who, you know, I think that's a little bit high, a little bit premature. Mm, It hasn't really done anything. And then there's number 16. This is half of the league. These are the top 16 quarterbacks in the league. He's got Brock Purdy, who just led his team, is about to probably lead his team to the Super Bowl, had a tremendous fourth quarter comeback uh, that allowed the, uh, the, the the 49ers to advance past, who'd they be, Green Bay? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, to pass, advance past Green Bay in the fourth quarter. Um, so those are his top 16 quarterbacks. Now, 
There was one guy excluded who yes, who plays for Miami. Who, who plays for Miami, and, and I I get the argument that he's making. There's no is, argument to be made. Wh- like there's just no argument. I mean, I, look, you, you don't have to say you two can of, leave. You don't him want to say off. two is the top five. Okay, fine. You don't even say two is the top ten. Mm-hmm. Fine, but he's in the top half. Not according he's to Greg Jennings. He's in the top half. Not according to Greg Jennings. I mean, come on, man. Like. I, it, that that it, list is a little extreme. Like I, I, I did. Murray, I did find. I did find it. You know what I. What I. Kyler Murray stinks, and that does. team stinks. Like, yes, um, that's rough, man. Uh, you know, Jared yeah, Goff in the, the top. The hate for Kyler Murray is unbelievable. Kyler Murray's not very good, bro. They had to put a clause in to make him stop playing Madden instead of you know actually. It was Call of Duty, but still. It, come on, you know he's playing Madden too. But yes, you're correct. It was Call of Duty. Um, you Tua, can't do Tua, a list oh, of oh, the top on. half of the quarterbacks in the league and not include Tua. You just can't. Tua was in the MVP conversation, if not a Through front like runner. weeks of the season. Uh, yeah. the, uh, to, up until that Baltimore Ravens game, which was literally week 15 of the NFL season. He would have beaten Lamar Jackson and Baltimore. He would have had the number one seed. And who cares what happened in the playoff, even though Dolphin fans care what happened in the playoffs. If he would have beat Lamar Jackson, he would have won the MVP honor, more than likely. Um, maybe Josh Allen would have taken him down the next week and maybe Josh Allen would have won. I mean, it was an elimination round for, for who was going to be top dog of, of MVP. He was in the conversation. Now, yes, the Dolphins and Tua pooped the bed in the final month of the season. This is facts, okay? He had opportunities. He pooped the bed. That can't be denied. But for you to leave him off your top 16 of quarterbacks um, I don't put it all by the way I you know I want to make this clear I don't put it all on Tua that they I know struggled down the stretch I I don't it was a team struggle him yes now you want to talk about a guy we were talking about earlier man you had a Derrick Henry you know that offense and this is not I don't want this to come off as a knock on uh Raheem Mostert who had a historically good season or Devon Achan who I think is incredibly talented I just think you need a little more bruiser and a little less finesse and, and I yeah mean, that's kind of not like, when you play these these teams you know and you go in the cold and all that different stuff I think you just need a little bit more you know that that physical nature to your team uh let's see here uh Tua was not winning MVP Omar stop it yeah we know he didn't he didn't win the MVP he's not he even, didn't he's win not even the a MVP. finalist he wasn't even he's not even going to the award show as a finalist so but he is just, he's a pro bowl starter right yes whatever of the AFC. They're doing for that thing. Um, <laughs> that list is a joke. Isn't that next week? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, am I the con- and the conversation was: Would you give it to Tua or Hill? Someone said, "Well, you know, Tyreek Hill was going to set an insane record if he would have gotten to two thousand yards." So, um, let's see here. Tua was not in your MV. Tua was in your MVP conversation, not national. That's not true because again, I follow the the betting odds for this thing. And Tua was one of the favorites. Please, please educate all season. Please, I mean, please just, educate them. Stop. Was. It's not educating. Stop. It's just that's like, just the like, reality. All, like, all you, can, anyone can look that. All up. you Tua haters, just stop. Just stop. He's argue why he's the Pro Bowl starter. Like, look, just argue that things don't uh, things argue, don't uh, go don't always go well. But if the Dolphins would have beaten Tennessee, yep. If they would have looked better, and the, they still would have lost their playoff game no matter what. If they had yeah. beaten Tennessee and been and been hosting but, the you know the what, number man, two seed or whatever, there's no question the guy would have been. I think they would have lost, and the way that they were injury decimated, they would have lost to anybody they played in the AFC 
except for maybe the Pittsburgh Steelers. Getting that, Texas just, says getting Derrick Henry really won't matter if you have a coach in Mike McDaniel is not a patient coach that's willing to commit to the running game. Saquon Mike McDaniel really has, has been styles every down back. Mike McDaniel has been the leading run game coach in the there isn't a there isn't a better run game coach in the NFL than Mike McDaniel's over the body of work of his entire career. There isn't one. Like I, I and. I, I, I understand where that caller's coming from because he has a myopic view of, of oh, these Dolphins' last two seasons. Uh, what about his body of work in San Francisco? Like, he's been a run Mike McDaniel made it as a head coach in the NFL as a run game guru. Great breakdown of Greg's Je- Greg Jennings' list, guys. I hear Chris Carter's a list, too. Can you break down his next? Someone else said kind of the same thing. Look, Greg Jennings is on TV. He's a yeah. paid analyst. Mm-hmm. You know, if he comes out with a list like that, I don't think it's a bad thing to put it out there and debate it, right? I mean, I, I, he's sitting on a national television show right now, so you know, if he comes out with a list, I, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing to uh, to debate it. But um, yeah, well, you know what, Omar, um, we have uh, we have a guest coming up next, so hopefully uh, we take some of that off our plate, and we'll uh, we'll hear what. Uh, what uh, your guy has to say, you want to Leger Doosable. Leger Doosable. I don't want to say his name. Dues. Just say dues. Just say dues. He's joining us next. We'll talk. Uh, we'll talk championship Sunday. Ah oh, man, I am so excited for these games. I think they're tremendous matchups. Uh, we'll get to uh, some of those games and more when we come back here on. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. WQIM. All right, welcome back in here on WQAM. Championship Sunday is around the corner. Omar, let's head out to the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline Shop. Hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. Listen, we're bringing on one of my favorite guys, one of my uh, survivors from I Am Athlete, Leger Doosable. He's a serious XM host, uh, CBS Sports. Uh, he's on the CBS Sports Studio Analyst. And Doos, man. Uh, obviously, you saw tremendous games last week, but do you? And they did ridiculous numbers. Do you think that we're uh, we're building up to an epic week 
of NFL games? I do believe so, Omar. You stated it perfectly. I think CBS had a record in, the, in regards to viewership. Um, when you talk about the, the Bills and Kansas City game, over 50 million people tuned in to watch that game. So now, you know, last week you had Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. This week you get Lamar Action Jackson and Money Pat Mahomes. So I know a lot of people will be tuned in for that game. But on the other side, right, you got the Detroit Lions who have been starving to get to this this point uh, at, at, for the last 30 years, right, to get to an NFC Championship game. And now you got the 49ers who are looking for redemption, right? Let's not forget they've been able to get to the NFC Championship game, but they've struggled to get to the Super Bowl here recently. So I think you're in tune for two really big games this weekend. Now, let me ask you about this Detroit Detroit staff, because I know when we were doing I Am Athlete shows, you were a big advocate, and you really put a spotlight on it. Um, I have been railing against the NFL for years about the glass ceiling that they've had for players when it comes to being coaches and front office officials. Dan Campbell is one of the few that has broken through that glass ceiling, becoming a head coach in the NFL. His staff is filled with former players who are coaching position coaches. Do you think that his success and him possibly taking his Lions team to the Super Bowl um, transforming that franchise could open the door for more, more Af- for for more former coaches, for more former players to become coaches. I think you're already seeing it, Omar. Let's just look at this hiring cycle, right? Or even we can go back to last year, D'Amico Ryan getting a job as a defensive coordinator, right? Because you know what it was before, Omar. Everybody wanted a damn offensive guru, but now we see a. A, a little different look from the owners this year, right? Antonio Pierce and what he did as an interim head coach for the Raiders, right? Galvanizing that team, making them 5-4 and four down the stretch. They haven't had a top-10 defense in over 20 years. They had that this year with Antonio Pierce, and they gave up the least amount of points when he took over as head coach. Then you uh, you also look at other places that, that have hired, right? Uh, I talked about D'Amico Lyons, already Gerard Mayo with the Patriots, right? Former player as well, right? Mm -hmm. A a people's person. Everybody I've talked to that played with New England, they're saying he's different than Bill in regards to, like, like personal relationships are a big thing with him. Like, he's a real people's person. So I think you've kind of already seen how things have turned over. Like, before, everybody wanted an offensive guru, and it was a mixed mixed bag, right? We we saw that 2013 Washington team, that whole – offensive staff and all those offensive gurus on that coaching staff have become head coach and Bobby Slowick could be the next one. But I think teams are starting to realize first and foremost you need a true leader of men. Right? You can hire an ex you know, X is an old guy. You can hire a guru. You can hire a defensive offensive guru. First and foremost, those fifty three men on that team, they have to believe in what you're coaching and what you're asking them to do. I think a lot of owners sat back and they saw that and there's been some changes in this hiring cycle. All right, while we're on the topic of coaches, I, I got to ask you about Bill uh, Bill Belichick. <laughs> it seems like no one wants him. I, I can't imagine why a team w- would want to take a chance on a guy that is, is at the way end of his career who, you know, to me appears like he's just trying to get a record at this point. But do you see him getting – probably not going to get one in this cycle. Does he stick around for another coaching cycle to try to get another job here? Hey Omar, I guess Hollywood doesn't follow me on social media, huh? No, no, no. He he he's getting his his do- indoctrination on dues right now. Yeah, I've been one of the. And again, let me preface this by saying this: 
Bill Belichick is the GOAT, right? Six Super Bowl rings. No, Tom Brady is the GOAT, yeah, sir. That's, that's no, Tom Brady is the GOAT. Yeah, no, yeah. Hey, hey. Can I, can I tell my side? Go ahead, go ahead. Can I tell my side? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. Uh, you know me. I'm a big proponent of it's always the Jimmy and the Joes, right? But let's not forget. Let's give a little respect. Let's give a lot of respect to Bill Belichick. Like the first two Super Bowl rings, let's not forget, it was that Hall of Fame defense yes. that led the way. Like we got to give Bill Belichick some respect. Like I'm, I'm a guy that's always like you know it's player driven. Like you got to have the guys to win, but you got to give some respect to coaching. And I say this because I've talked to people that have been in that building, more specifically on the defensive side, and they say the things that Bill Belichick does to take away your number one option, the thing that 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 you want to do, your bread and butter. He makes you fight in a game left-handed if you're right-handed. Like, you got to give respect to that, right? Of course, Tom Brady is the GOAT, right? I don't even think that's up for debate. And people have gone back and forth. Is it the Patriot way? Is it the Tom Brady way? I just think you got to give Bill respect for those first two Super Bowls. Now, the, the next four? Oh, yeah, that was Brady, for sure, 100%. Right, but it still takes a coach to be able to control that locker room and do do what he did because you know this Omar, they did it different than anybody else did it. Right, so for you to be that consistent, even though you had to go, it still takes it's, it still takes a lot of good coaching. So that's why I said, let me preface that that before I'm saying what I'm about to say. Uh, yeah, I think the best thing Bill Belichick can do is retire. To be honest, and I've been saying it since him and the Patriots decided to to split ways this off season. Um, if you just look at the Patriot way slash Bill Belichick way, it's not conducive to the current NFL. Yep. Right? Like, you got to be relatable to players. Like, players have to want to play for you, especially now in the NIL, you yeah, know, era. Oh, it's going to get worse. Right? I didn't even think era, about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. They're, they're, they're getting entitled from, from high school. College. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, are they going? Are they going to really listen to Bill? Like, is he going to be able to galvanize them? Or are they going to fall in line? Right? Like, you have to be able to, as a head coach, deal with all those different personalities and attitude. And you know, Belichick has always been my way or the highway, but that doesn't work anymore. Like, that's absolutely, that way of coaching football does not work anymore. So, again, I, I, I wanted to preference that what I said about him, you know, and those championships before. Brady became Tom Brady just to give him his flowers and his respect, but it's just not conducive. And, you know, people, when I did a post with CBS, people were kind of out my neck, like, this is Bill Belichick. Who wouldn't want him? I'm just telling you, I played this game for 10 years. I know the ebbs and flows of this game. I know how this game has changed, right? And I think ownership sat back and looked at, you know, there was rumors that Atlanta running for the Atlanta job, but I think. Rich McKay, uh, you know, you know, Arthur Blank supposedly won him, but I think Rich McKay sat back and was like, will this help us in the future? We bring him in here and he guts everything. Are we really setting ourselves back because of his coaching style is really not conducive to where the NFL game is going? I thought it was an amazing hire by getting him. I got as a true players coach and a great developer as well and just loves the game. So I, I said this on the, on the, on the post, Omar said, if nobody's vying for your services, that's usually a telltale sign. And there was a rumor that only Atlanta was in on him. Like, he didn't really interview at, at many other places. So, they kind of let you know that most owners are hip to where the game is going and they feel like Bill Belichick's coaching style isn't conducive to where the NFL game is going. We're, we're here talking with LeJay Doosable. He is known as Doos. Uh, I'm going to give you the Twitter account later. Emmy that sounds, Aw- by the way, I got to tell you, that sounds like a guy that just got let go or – 
mutual parting of the ways, the defensive coordinator for the Dolphins, Vic Fangio. Uh, you got players. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Javon Holland actually, he took a handful of rocks and kicked them just to yeah, make his point. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and dudes, yeah, that that is it's the old curmudgeon ways of the NFL. <laughs> They're not exactly very popular right now. Um, what do you think would be a good fit for Miami from a defensive coordinator standpoint? Ooh, that's a really good question. Uh, you know, you know who would have been good, but he's already been hired, and um, he was a guy that was actually on staff. And I know me and you were really oh, yeah. high on him, Gerald Alexander. Mm. Uh, he went to the Raiders as a safeties coach. Again, I don't know how that would jail with ownership just because of how that breakup ended even though i felt like gerald to be honest he got he, was an innocent yeah. bystander in there. yeah, yeah he, he josh he boyer had it out in. for him yeah yeah he was an innocent bystander but every player i talked to loved him mm-hmm. right the secondary Absolutely. loved him and supposedly i know he had taken over not taken over yeah, but he, he was did. he was a he was an intricate part in a cog into calling some of that defense when they went down that stretch run. You ain't, uh, you ain't got to you ain't got to soft step it. He Josh Boyer had his power <laughs> taken away by from Brian Flores and it was given to uh to 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 our to guy. Gerald. Yeah, to Gerald yeah. Alexander, but you know, and then Josh Boyer when he snaked Brian Flores, he got Alexander whacked just because he didn't want any power struggle there. Uh, so that that's what happened there. Uh, I I actually want to transition dudes to ask you about Tua because I, okay. we, uh, we haven't talked about Tua in a while. Um, I am an admirer of his skills. However, I d- cannot deny that when his team needed him to be elite and clutch and finish off games and play with that killer instinct, uh, it didn't show up. Where do you yeah. stack Tua up in the hierarchy of NFL quarterbacks right now? Ooh, that's a good question because I saw your tweet uh, yesterday and old Greg Jennings. Had you a little hot, Omar. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that was his morning. But yeah, no, it, it's it's yeah. you know I get it. You don't put him in the top five, no problem. You don't put him in the top ten. I'm I'm not gonna fight you because I you know I could yeah. argue he's eleven or twelve, but he's not in your top sixteen quarterbacks. No, nah, I think I think that's egregious. Let's not forget. I think you made a good point on your post. Like this guy was in the MVP race. He probably was a. I would say a top five guy for most of the season. Yeah. Or top, I would say top six or seven guy for most of the season in regards to being as a, a top candidate for the MVP. So I thought it was egregious. He, put him, he didn't put him in the top 16. Uh, to me, a two, it falls around that, that probably like 10 to 12 range, right? 10 to 12 range. And, and it's because of what you said, right? Uh, we know for most of the season he led the league in pass yards. Um, and he was up there in efficiency and accuracy, too. But it's like you said, I think the thing, the biggest thing, and it's the Justin Herbert conversation too, right, uh, Omar? Yeah. Like when the game is on the line and we need you the most, yep. no matter what has happened in the game, can you elevate this team, right? Can you take us over the top? And, you know, a lot of people, he kind of, the smoke kind of went off of him a little bit after the Dallas game because he was able to drive him down and get in the field goal range, even though that mostly was Tyreek Hill. But still, he still had to make a few throws. But the, the Bills game, all the chips were on the table. And, again, me and you know this, Omar, Chase Claypool ran ran the route, a lazy route, right? He should have broke that off flat. It oh, yeah. By Tua. But I, I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not putting my career on, the, you know, the, the hands of Chase Claypool when he hasn't even been here the whole year. Uh, but, again, they were dealing with injuries, so they didn't have much, much choice. So th- those are the situations where people have, like, questioned Tua, like the Kansas City game when, they had a, when he had a chance to come back and win that game, the Bills game, like – 
what 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 would he do when the game is on the line? Like when it's when it's legit, like pressure. Can he can he overcome? Not that? deliver. He did, it, I think he did it week one versus Chargers. Yeah, he did it against um, he Dallas. Did it in Dallas game. That's but it. Again, two of six the division. Two of six the dudes on the line. He couldn't do it. Yeah, two of six. Now, where do you pay him, or you make him play on the fifth year option? Oh, he's playing on the fifth year option. <laughs> he's playing on the. Well, I think I, so. They're going to be. They're going to. They got to do some tinkering, and we we already talked about this before, Omar. This is going to be a new look Miami team for sure. Yeah. Uh, with you know, Javian Howard may be be out the door. It'll be interesting to see what they do with Teron Armstead. Uh, will he even be healthy enough to play next year? Right. So there's going to be some tinkering done. I know Robert Hunt is a guy I think is a free agent. Yes, he is. I think they'd be stupid to let him out the door. You, you, you wouldn't <laughs> want to block him, dudes. That, that's who you 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 you're not trying to do. Uh, you work? know me. I don't fear nobody. Oh, okay. But I know yeah. offensive linemen are hard to find. Like, yeah. <laughs> you don't just let good ones walk out the door. Well, um, well you don't. You the, can't pay your whole line. Honor, Everybody on your line can't make ten million. Everybody on your line can't make ten million dollars, dude. I know, but then and then you got the situation with Connor Williams. So like, they, there's a lot of tinkering to do with this this roster. So like, if you pay two, there's going to be even more tinkering to do, right? So, um, I think, like I said, if two would have been able to, to win that Week 18 game, I think you have no choice but to pay him. But because that didn't happen, I think you you do. You know, let him play on a fifth-year option. Let's not forget, Omar, it was the first year he played all 17 games. Yeah. Right? So, That's like, true. you got to think about that as well. And, again, this – me, I'm always a big proponent of players getting play, uh, paid, but I always look at it from the business aspect, too. Like, if I'm ownership, am I paying him after just having one season of 17 games? Yeah. Hmm. No. Um, I, uh, we got some games coming up this weekend. There's, I, I'm hoping you can help me with some of these. I'm trying. I'm trying to figure these games. He's out here. just losing money, dude. He's I just losing, yeah, money. Yeah. losing money. I can't see Mahomes losing at this point. I, I just can't. Like, it, it, can you sell me? Can you sell me that the the, the Ravens are, are going to win this game? Because is anyone going to beat Mahomes right now? I mean, is anybody going to beat the Ravens right now? That's the question you need to be asking. <laughs> I don't know. There's man. a reason why they're favorite. It's tough. Tough to pick against Mahomes right now. Though, it is. It? I, and I get you, right? Like, you feel like a dummy if you're getting plus money. You're yeah. getting points with Mahomes not to take that, right? I think the line's three and a half right now. Because they're trying to sucker you. Yeah, I think that hook, but that hook scares me, Omar. I think this is going to be a three-point game, like, right. honestly. And, and if you if you look at the film and if you look on paper, like, the Ravens are clearly a better team. And, that's, mm-hmm. again, this is no disrespect to the Chiefs. Like, the Chiefs still have the number two defense in football. And I've been saying the whole year, like, while the offense is struggling, this team is led by its defense. And I know it's crazy to say that with Patrick Mahomes at the quarterback position, but their defense has been elite. The one caveat to that, guys, is they really struggled against the run. I mean, the Buffalo Bills were owning them in the trenches in that first half last week versus, versus uh, the Buffalo Bills. Literally, I, fe- I felt like every first down run went for, like, seven or eight yards. Well, now they get the Ravens who have the best rushing attack in football, right? Let's not forget they just ran for over 200 yards on a Houston Texans team who normally only gives up 3.3 yards a carry, right? So, like, you talk about that element. I think the best defense, even though the Ravens have the number one scoring defense, number one in sacks, number one in takeaway, is to keep the ball on offense and keep Mahomes on the sideline, right? That's what they're going to try to do. They're going to try to have long, methodical drives and limit the, the, the opportunities Mahomes has. And he's literally – I think it's going to be a game, Omar, in Hollywood that was kind of like indicative of last week. Like, if the Chiefs win this game – I don't know, again, this is crazy for me to say this because it's Patrick Mahomes on the side. If the Chiefs win this game, it's got to be a game like last week where they only punt one time, 
Like, you can't have, like, five or six punts and think you're going to beat the Baltimore Ravens just because they kill you with long, Mm -hmm. aggressive, gritty drives, right? It limits the time you have the ball. So we kind of saw that play out last week, right, because the Bills had long, gritty gritty drives. The only thing is the Bills' defense couldn't stop Mahomes, right? But this is a different defense, and I think the biggest reason is because of Roquan Smith and Kyle Hamilton. Okay, so you, you like the Ravens then is what you're telling me. I'm taking the Chiefs plus three and a half. But I like the Ravens okay. to win. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> All right, and then my next one for you, do the Lions have a chance? I mean, look, the 49ers spent most of the season looking like they were unbeatable, and they yeah. have they have shown a little bit of uh, – a little bit of vulnerability here. They don't the have Debo. Weeks. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean. I nah, think, it looks like he might play. Yeah, but, I Omar's mean, been saying that all week. Kind of he's been questionable or whatever. But Debo or no Debo. He's not going to be 100%. Come on, man. The Stop Packers, the Packers probably should have right. beaten him last week. Do the Lions have a uh, chance? Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Yeah. <laughs> we always say that in the league. Shoulda, coulda, woulda, man. You either win or you lose. Uh, those, of course the Lions have a legit chance. I mean, uh, to me, and this is not me just being a defensive lineman, this game is going to come down to the trenches, right? You got the Avengers on the 49ers D-line, right? But one thing I will say is that the Avengers didn't really show up last week. Now, Nick Bosa did. He had five quarterback hits, and he was a constant thorn in Jordan Love's uh, you know, uh, side. But Jordan Love didn't get sacked one time last week, guys. Like, the, the Green Bay Packers did a really good job going in 12 personnel, which is one back, two tight ends, and Max protecting, right? So the Lions do the same thing with Sam Laporta and also Brock Wright at tight end. So they either keep uh, six or seven guys in to protect. And if that's the case, like guys like Javon Hargrave, Eric Armstead inside, they got to show up. Chase Young, who's going to get the one-on-one, he's got to show up. But the only thing is, the Lions have a really good offensive line, too. They got the Justice League, right? So, like, we talk about Penesu and, and Tyler Deckler and Frank Ragnar. Like, these are perennial pro bowlers, too, right? So, like, I know I'm a defensive lineman, but I think this is going to be a gritty game, one in the trenches. I think it's going to be a big Christian McCaffrey game because even though the Lions secondary has really struggled, especially Cam Sutton, they're still giving up almost five yards of carry. I thought Kyle Shanahan just got a little too aggressive last week when they were only down by one score. Like, Christian McCaffrey had 17 carries, and he had 12 targets out of the backfield. But Christian McCaffrey in this game should get 30 touches, and he should get 25 carries alone. Right? This is the type of game it needs to be, I think, for the 49ers. You mm-hmm. talked about it. Omar, will Debo be 100%? Again, they won last week without him, with Brock Purdy making some big-time throws down the stretch. This is a game I feel like Dan Campbell and his team is built on physicality, right? Kyle Shanahan will get in the mood where he'll run the ball eight straight times. This is going to be a grimy you know, line of scrimmage game. And whoever's, whoever line of scrimmage shows up the most is going to win this game. Dudes, thank you for the time this morning. Really appreciate it. I, I'm sorry we, we ran out of time here. I didn't even get a chance to ask you about UCF being terrible in football. I didn't get a chance to uh, to run that by. Oh, you're a hater. You're a hater. Don't be, listen, don't be upset that USF is headed in one direction, UCF's oh heading another. God. Don't be upset about Yo. that this morning on the show. We, we don't need that. Yeah, we don't even want to play y'all no more. Y'all are little brother. Y'all are our son. You know what I'm saying? We don't even play y'all no more. Oh, whatever. When I was in school about 10, 10 or so, I guess more than 10 years now, but you guys were like basically we scheduled you guys as the early season game. You guys were like the uh, high school we would play the warm-up game. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> you guys do have that Big 12 thing going for you, and I'll give you that. Yeah, we do. Uh, congratulations on the national championship, by the way, a few years back. <laughs> I knew you were going to. I knew you were going to that one little jab on the way out, too. 
Hey, right, man, really appreciate it. It was great talking with you, though. Really, uh, thank you for joining the show this you, morning. Of course. Thank you, guys. All right. All right, dudes. Always I, a pleasure. Leger Doosable, Emmy Award-winning sports analyst for CBS HQ. Um, up next, we'll talk a little bit more about these final you giving us the tease? Yeah, the yeah. Tees? Well, you, you know I could do that, right? I've only, oh, I've only been, I've only been working here for like twelve years. Has it been that long? Uh, yeah. By the way, I what did I say? Ten years out of college? I I am like way way off on that. Everything with you is ten years. Like you were married ten years ago. He so he, you, he, he you know, froze. So what, you graduated college. I did and just got celebrate my ten year wedding. Time froze weekend. for him ten like, years seriously. ago. Uh, yeah, his wardrobe. How long ago was his wardrobe was ten years ago. He hasn't changed his haircut. When did ten, you graduate? Ten years ago. Two thousand eight. So that was sixteen years ago. Uh, oh no. And when did you get married? <laughs> ten years ago from last. Friday. So then six years after graduation, you got married. Good job. That's it. It's not that hard. It's math. Oh, man. We're getting old. Life moves fast, son. Yeah, I suppose. All right, we'll be back after this. Hey, welcome back here to the Joe Rose Show. Hope everyone is having a good start to their Friday morning. Two days away from Championship Sunday. Vlad, who is this? Just got paid off. Johnny Kemp. Ah, yeah. It's Friday, baby. Does that direct deposit hit? No, that's not you. Huh? Yeah, we do get paid next week. It's next week. It's next week. Okay. Well, somebody got Omar paid this week. Omar can't figure out how to fill out his timesheets. He may never get paid. Listen, I just I just turned it in. All right, I, I just turned it in. You're you're right. The statement that you made is We're accurate. Working on you, man. Uh, listen, Come on, Omar. I I I'm I'm fortunate enough that I I'm not money hungry like that. But yes, I I do like to get paid in big lump sums. Well, I don't I don't know that it means I, I don't I don't want the, I don't want the little trickle of the sprinkles. I just think people <laughs> like to get paid you know, at a timely manner. Hey yo, we'll get I, you taken care of. I, I, I like I like we'll my I like I like my checks to look like double D's. You know what I'm saying? I just I just like it to be grand. All right, before we jump into the gutter here on a Friday. Um, Vlad, you realize I do like making him uncomfortable, right? <laughs> I'm starting to notice that. I am uncomfortable. Um, we have to catch up here. Uh, Mike Florio is going to join us. If you're uh, waiting on Mike, he is going to join us at 915, as he always does on Fridays. So uh, I do apologize. We're going to get caught up. Uh, we will be back with Mike Florio in the 9 o'clock hour next year on QAM. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's better here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. 
Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.